Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode of Down Talk, and I'm your host, Nishavita. Every week we talk about anything that comes around self-love, self-growth, development, and sometimes they're just real talks. And in this week's episode, we're talking about learning to love yourself and learning to love who you see in the mirror every single day. I think that the biggest thing that we have all struggled with at some point or are learning to do is to love ourselves. And this could be what you see on the outside. This could be who you are deep down. Or this could be both. And and all of us have flaws and insecurities, but somehow even if nobody else is pulling us apart, we go and nitpick ourselves, we find flaws in ourselves, and sometimes we're just like staring at our reflection and finding so many flaws. And when we do it, it's fine. But when someone else does it, it's not. How does that make sense? Because our opinions and what we think about ourselves is our thoughts. We are a person. We are a person just like this other person that's probably giving off hate and not, you know, treating you right. But when we say something to ourselves, we don't hate ourselves for saying it. We just hate what we're saying. We hate what we're referring to, but we're not hating ourselves for saying it. But when someone else says it, we're hating them for saying it. We're hating them for looking at us the way that they're looking at us. That's the mistake, right? Because what you're saying is also an opinion of someone. If you consider yourself to be an outside person. If someone else was saying whatever you're saying to yourself every day when you look at the mirror. If you're, you know, finding so many flaws looking at yourself in the mirror. If you're pulling out your insecurities or if you're saying you're not good enough or you don't look good enough or you're not doing enough. It hurts you. It hurts you because you really think that you don't look good enough or you don't feel good enough. But when someone else says it, we hate them for saying it. But if whatever we're saying is said by someone else, would you like it? Would you want to hear it? We're just letting these things go by. We're just letting ourselves say these things because we're the ones saying it. It's okay because I'm the one saying it. No, it's not okay because whatever you're saying, the words, your words have more power over you than anybody else's words and that's why it's so easy to flip the leaf right to redo everything to change because you have more power over you than anybody else has any power over you and I think this is the biggest realization out there and this is something that you do have to learn to accept because like if you're proud of yourself if you love who you are both as a person and what you see on the outside, then what anybody else is going to say wouldn't matter at all because you trust your words more. And that's why when you hate yourself, when you hate the person that you see in the mirror, and if you pick out your insecurities, you're truly believing that this is true. And that's why when someone else says it, it hurts. Only because... You said it first and you believe what you said. And now if someone else is saying you're like, okay, everyone else can see this. But, you know, suddenly when you start to be confident in who you are as a person and, you know, confident with your looks and everything, suddenly when someone says something, it doesn't affect you at all. It's like, oh, they said something. Okay, whatever. You're going to forget it. 
learning to just ignore what they are saying would only actually help if you believe that you're better than that if you're better than somebody else's words and this doesn't really have anything to do with somebody else there's always going to be someone that doesn't like you there's always going to be someone that doesn't like what you do or who you are what you look like and that's just because there are so many people and everybody just has a different way of looking at things and I also once heard this thing that said um beauty is in the eye of the perceiver I think that's how you say it but basically what this means is something's only going to look beautiful if you acknowledge that it looks beautiful and something may not look beautiful to someone who who thinks it's beautiful like let's say sunsets and butterflies right they're only beautiful because you think they are you give that word or that label oh it's pretty oh it's beautiful those are labels that you're giving to that thing because you're acknowledging it or you're looking at it and thinking it's beautiful and even a sunset right there are some people who appreciate sunsets and there are people that just don't care about it they're like oh it's just the sky but there are some people like I'm the person who'd go out there and be like wow the sky is like three different colors it's amazing it's beautiful it's gorgeous and I just sit there and watch the sunset I'm that type of person but at the same time, I have friends that just, just do not care about the sunset. They just go like, oh, it's just a sunset. That's okay. And it's beautiful, right? But it's also not being acknowledged by somebody else. If the sunset were a person, there are some people saying that the sunset looks awful one day. And there, the next day, some, there are some people who say that the sunset looks beautiful. Are we actually sitting there thinking, oh, is it beautiful? Is it not? No. We're just acknowledging it at times, and sometimes we don't necessarily acknowledge it. It doesn't mean that there isn't going to be a sunset tomorrow. It doesn't mean that, you know, the sunset isn't pretty just because a few people disagree or, like, some people just don't care about it. It's still going to be there. It's not going to stop showing up. And really, something's only beautiful if someone acknowledges that it's beautiful. Otherwise, that's just a word. That's just a title. And I know that the society has like sort of just created different labels for beautiful and pretty and they're all unrealistic and they're fake. And somehow we just think that whatever we see on social media is the reality of things. And when someone's, you know, taking off the filters that they have when they're recording reels and they put makeup on without those filters... The whole comment section is just hate. I've seen that before. There are some really authentic people that, you know, take off filters and record their face as it is. It's natural. And then there's there's so many people in the comment section spreading hate and saying, oh, you know, your skin doesn't look nice. You don't look good. Your skin looks shabby, whatever. I think that the society is always going to, you know, be a little twisted in some ways. It's not going to be perfect. Nothing really is. And so there you have two choices, right? You can continue to hate yourself. You can continue to change yourself. Or you can accept who you are and what you are and really surround yourself with people and things that remind you of that and grow from there. And if you're like, oh, you know, I could just go to the plastic surgeon and, you know, get all these things done and I'll be fine. 
That's not true, right? Because the society's beauty standards change literally every single day, literally every single year. Like one year having lip fillers is the trend, the next year getting a specific surgery is a thing. One year it's the um it's the body curves that's trending and then the next year being skinny is trending. It's always going to change and you can go chase that. Keep changing yourself. But in the end, you're never really going to be happy. You're just chasing behind these trends. And even if they aren't trends, right, if you're trying to change just the way you look by changing the way you do your hair, do your makeup, whatever, it's okay to do that. But are do you really like the person that you are when you do those things? Do you really like changing your makeup look? If you're someone that likes a more natural look over a full full on face makeup but then you're doing a full face makeup just because everybody on social media is doing it at the end of the day you go home you take off the makeup and you see yourself in the mirror do you like the person that you see in the mirror do you like the person that just took off all of that makeup and there's just still some mascara or eyeliner smudged do you like who you see then If the answer is no, then chasing that standard or chasing whatever people think is actual beauty is wrong. The that girl trend where we have this idea of who a person has to be is also just another standard. Because, you know, some people might like going to the gym. Some people just might like doing a sport. That's just the way we see things. There isn't necessarily like a fixed outline of who you should be or how you should be to be that girl or to be beautiful. And and really, that girl is just like you looking at someone else and thinking they're amazing for who they are, what they look like, all that. And is there just one person that you look at? Has there only been this one person that you've admired obviously not there have been so many people that you've admired and all those people are different not I mean not even two of those people that you've admired so far in your life are going to be so similar to a point where they do the same things every day I mean sure they might have like similar morning routines similar um dressing styles whatever but they're not going to wear the same outfit they're not going to do the exact same things And so, stop trying to force yourself onto a standard that doesn't accept just being okay with yourself. And, you know, there are some days, there were some days where I was just like, I didn't like anything. I didn't like myself. And I didn't just, I didn't like what I did. I didn't like um, who I was and all of that. And, you know, this one day I just got up and I was so tired of feeling that way. I was so tired of thinking that I just wasn't good enough. I know, I know, I've seen people talk about how they kept trying to force themselves onto this trending standard. And then at the end of the day, they were just tired. They were so exhausted and tired. There isn't a single person that doesn't feel insecure. That person that you think is beautiful, gorgeous... They have flaws in themselves. They know them. They've been at a position in life where they've not liked who they were. 
every single person has insecurities, be it how they look like or what they do or just who they are. And there's no one that doesn't have insecurities, right? But then it all just starts with learning to just appreciate who you are and really knowing your worth. How do you really know your worth? How do you start to appreciate yourself? How do you start to like who you see in the mirror every single day? I have three journal prompts right now. So as soon as you hear it, write it down and write down your answer to those journal prompts right now. If you can tell yourself two to three things that you wouldn't change about yourself, write it down. That's your first journal prompt to name two to three things that you wouldn't change about yourself at all. The second journal prompt is what are two to three things in my life that I can change? Write it down. This could be, you know, um, if you feel like you aren't doing enough with your life, if that's something that you don't like at all about yourself, then you could write down whatever classes or lessons that you could take or if there's, you know, something that you can change If it's like a goal, write it down, two to three things that you would want to change about your life. Anything, right? Like your fashion, your, um, the way you spend your time, whatever it is. And then write down two things that you look forward to every single day. If you're probably thinking, oh, I have nothing to look forward to, that is not true. It could be literally so small. I love my mornings i just love the silence i love listening to my playlist those are just things that i love to do and they're just small and these are these are things that i look forward to to do every single day so write down two to three things that you look forward to for all of these you could write more than two to three but they are just the minimum just write down the answers to those questions and Do it every single week or every five days and see how your answers change. Remember that question or that prompt where I said two or three things that you would like to change about your life? Figure out what it's going to take to get there. Figure out what it's going to take to get those things done. Is it, you know, like a course? Do you have to enroll for it? Are you going to learn a new language whatever it is write it down and write down the exact steps and start to do it and work towards it every single day you know I heard someone say that you can't complain about something unless you're working towards it every single day and it's so true you can't expect something to work out for you unless you're working towards it you're putting in the effort the time and the work So don't ever complain about something unless you know you're giving it your 100%. And when you're giving your 100%, you can't complain about it because it is going to work out for you. It is going to be worth it at some point, even if not instantly. And another thing that I really want you guys to understand is loving yourself doesn't start with the outside. Nothing ever starts on the outside. You could you know, change your makeup style, your outfit, whatever it is. 
but, and you, you might like who you see in the mirror, but actually loving yourself is loving who you are deep down. And so when you say you don't like yourself, you're not saying you don't like who you see in the mirror. You're saying you don't like who you feel like you are, meaning the qualities that you possess. And so when you start to love yourself, when you say you love yourself or you say, I like who I am, you actually mean that you like all the qualities that make who you are. You like your character. You like your personality. And I think it's so shallow to just, you know, um, confine someone to just their looks and their exterior. Everybody is so much more than what is seen on the outside. It's kind of like that saying that goes like, um, never judge a book by its cover. Same goes for yourself. Don't judge yourself with just what you see or what you hear other people say about you. No one knows you better than yourself. And if you feel like you don't know yourself, start to figure out who you are, right? Find out what makes you happy. Find out what you like doing with your life. Find out what is something that you feel like you would work towards. That makes the biggest difference. Finding out who you are deep down is kind of the key to loving yourself. It's not just on the outside. It is what it is deep down. And this is something that I kind of learned. I thought that I, you know, everything was just exterior and flaws or what are on the outside. But no, if there is an insecurity that you have, is it deep-rooted to who you are? Is it something that you find is a fault with yourself? I used to hear people say mean things about other people and they've also said that to me, but I'm talking from an outsider's perspective right now. And then um, these people would then just be quiet. You know when someone's just so confident and then someone else goes out there and then says, you're so loud, or you're so annoying, or whatever it is, and then they suddenly quiet down. That is what power you give other people's words. And again, those words don't have power unless you give it. Just like, you know, something's only beautiful if you acknowledge it. Those words only have any meaning if you give it any meaning, if you give it any power. And you have that power. You possess the power to control how something affects you how you react to something. If someone insults you or if if someone says something rude, you could react. You could carry those words back home. But really, no one knows you the way you do. So if you know yourself, if you know that you're not selfish or you're not annoying or whatever it is, if you know that you're not whatever they say they are, then those words aren't going to hold any power. And that is why it's so important to figure out who you are and to like learn to just embrace who you are over what other people's words say because they're just words at the end of the day. So, you know, the next time you go to the mirror, it's not just the person that you see on the outside, but it's the person you know that you are on the inside. I think that sounds a little cheesy, but it is true. You're supposed to accept who you are deep down. If there's some quality about you that you don't like, you know, if you behave in a certain way, you don't like behaving that way. If you 
um, say jokes or whatever and you just don't like it, you have the power to change it. You have the power to just not be the person that you don't want to be. And fake it till you make it, it works over here. It works so well over here. Pretend like you are the person that you want to be, right? And that's why they say visualize your highest self and show up as her every single day, her or him every single day. If you don't like what you do every day, if you don't like the way you spend your time every day, if you don't like how you behave every day, start to behave like the person that you want to be. Start to behave like the person or the people that you admire and look up to and start to behave like them. If there is someone that you admire, what does he or she do every single day? How do they spend their time? How do they behave? How do they act? Who are they like? What is their personality? And honestly, if that's who you want to be, you can be it. You really can. If you go, say, like a week or two, just like trying to be the person that you want to be, you can be them. And it's not that you're trying to change yourself to fit some societal standards. You're trying to change yourself to to like yourself more. There is a difference. Because so far, what I was saying was to not change yourself to suit some societal standard or some one, someone else's standard. But now you're starting to change and change to reach your own standard of who you would like to be. And there's nothing wrong in that. There's nothing wrong in wanting to show up as a different person in a few months if that is a person that you want to be and that is a person you would like to be. Not just one, but like. You could want to be someone just because everybody else wants to be them. But if you like to be that person, then you can be that person. You can be happy while being that person. That, that is so important. Just wanting to be that person because you like to be that person and because you know that being that person for yourself is going to bring you happiness. And all of that is just inwardly going to rotate back to loving yourself. And that is why loving yourself isn't just exterior. It isn't just, you know, what is on the outside. It is who you are deep down. It is who, what qualities that make up who you are. Because loving yourself is like seeing yourself through the exterior and really acknowledging what what adds up to make you who you are. And that is why they say add in small good habits into your day every single day because those small habits are going to let you become the person that you want to be, that highest self of yourself that you visualize. And also, there is no end goal for your highest self. That is also a, such a common misconception. Your highest self is kind of boundless. You can always try to aim to achieve, to be a better version of yourself every single day because best is like a superlative right it it makes you feel like the standard doesn't raise any more than that but that is not true you can always be better than who you are today you can always be better than who you were yesterday it doesn't really stop somewhere like okay now you do all of these things every day you show up as your highest self no there is a higher self of yourself that you can keep working towards while loving the person that you are becoming every single day and that is learning to love yourself just loving who you show up as every single day is self-love and just like loving yourself doesn't stop with you it also goes down to what you surround yourself with from the people to the things so let's say you love who you're becoming, but you have these friends that just make up insulting jokes about themselves or about you. 
Either way, that's just negativity being put out there. And whether or not you accept it, if there's negativity surrounding you, it is going to influence you. You are going to eventually end up starting to make lowly jokes about yourself. And maybe they're just jokes to you. But the truth is, words hold so much power. Thoughts hold so much power. Subconsciously or consciously, these thoughts and words are going to enter into your mind. You're going to start creating life for yourself like that. And you're going to start thinking of yourself like that. You're going to think that you're this person that um, attracts negative things. And you're just going to start pulling in these things into your life. And all your progress is going to be worth nothing. And that is why it's so important that you surround yourself with people that you know, love and support you as well as, like, love and support themselves. They love who they are. And, you know, there are people that have highs and lows. Everybody has highs and lows in their journeys to love themselves. And that is okay. But someone that doesn't value you and does it or doesn't value themselves is someone that wouldn't necessarily add value into your life or anybody else. The objects, your room, what objects do you have in your room are those things adding value into your life similarly the people that you have in your life are they people that are those people um supporting you are they loving you for who you are or are they picking at your flaws is the relationship toxic with the people that you have around or is it healthy is there growth or is it just like a a standstill where nothing is changing everything is still the same if you surround yourself with people that genuinely also want to grow and love themselves and change you're being surrounded with positivity but if you're surrounded with people that just speak negatively about them themselves and also the people around them whether it is a joke or not you're surrounding yourself with negative words and negative thoughts and whether or not you admit it these negative thoughts and negative words hold so much power whether or not you acknowledge the fact that negativity or just words and thoughts hold power or not it is going to hold effect on your life. You kind of attract what you put out, right? If you're putting out these negative thoughts and negative words as well, let's say that you're super positive, but then someone else around you is just super negative about everything. At some point, you're going to start looking looking at life that way too, especially when you're like, everything is a journey, right? Loving yourself is a journey, and you're going to have lows at some point and at your low if you hear someone say something absolutely negative you are going to or you are bound to sort of look at life or things the same way as well but if you're surrounded with someone else right someone who says something like um it's okay you're going to be able to do better tomorrow over someone that says you know nothing necessarily works out everything's just awful it's best you quit which one are you going to tend to listen to if you're at your lowest If the negative person is the one around you, you're obviously going to think that you've just because you've hit an obstacle means that it's the end of it. But if you're surrounded with people that say it's okay, you can get up and you can try harder and you can do better, you're going to tend to believe that. You kind of believe and become the person that you're surrounded with. That's why they say that too. Only because whatever is around you kind of just goes into your mind subconsciously or consciously and if there are people that just make jokes about themselves and others which are insulting but they're just jokes subconsciously you are going to start making those jokes yourself as well and you know they're jokes right but you're putting out negativity and if you put out negativity that is what you're going to eventually attract into your life and similarly for the things in your life 
if you have a clean room, you feel like you're in this space that's clean and you just feel better about yourself and you feel like your mind is at a better place. But if you're in a messy room, you just feel dirty, you feel messy and your thoughts just won't go right. And if something isn't going your way, you're coming home to a messy room, you're like, wow, nothing is working my way. I can't, you know, find that piece of clothing or whatever now because my room's absolutely messy and and blah, blah, blah. All of that just kind of adds up and you're not going to be able to see the brighter side of things. But if you have a tired day and you come home and your bed is like clean, you can go to bed immediately without, you know, figuring out where the remote is or where you put your phone, whatever it is. And so the things that are in your life, as well as the people that you have in your life, contribute to learning to love who you are way more than you give it credit for it. All those things add up and hold way more value than you think it does. And so always try to surround yourself with the right people, the friends that you have. Ask yourself if those are people that would have your side when you're at your lowest. And obviously, you are going to have to be that person for them too. But are these people the people that would support you when you're at your lowest? Are these people people that wouldn't pick out on your flaws and rather focus more on, you know, shine more light on your perfects? And um, if you've listened to a previous episode, you know where this comes from. And similarly, the things that you have, objects, materialistic objects that you can, you know, feel in touch in your room even, are those things contributing to something positive? Does it hold value? Is that untidy room holding any value in your life? Or is that tidy room kind of benefiting you when you have like a tired or a not so great day? Asking yourself these questions and finding out the answers are so important. Self-reflection is so important. And that is why journaling helps a lot too. So all of these questions and answers, take out a journal, answer them, and continuously do this. Keep a track of your progress in a journal. Maybe once a week, have like a review with all the things that you've tried to change, how they have kind of um, helped you. And it's kind of like a feedback loop where you're reviewing and perfecting and trying out again. And so um, just try to do that. Try to journal a lot. And also don't just focus on the negative parts when you're journaling. You know, a lot of people say when you're having a hard day, pull out your journal, right? But then also remember to pull out your journal when you're having a good day too, because that is equally as important. When you're, you know, going back and reading your journal, you don't just want to see how certain things didn't go your way. You also want to read about how all of those things worked out your way and how everything went well and how you liked everything that you did and that brings us to the end of this week's episode you guys i hope this was helpful and i will see you guys next sunday